0: Welcome to the Painter Files podcast. This is episode fifty-three. Hey guys, how you been? I'm I'm okay. I took some time. Uh, it was hard, honestly. There's no real simple way to kind of deal with the loss of a loved one. So, but I'm getting there. I'm honestly getting there. I've been kind of working and trying to find like the right way to. Be creative around all of it it's so easy to kind of get worked up and kind of overdone when it comes to a lot of this stuff like you can't you can't rush through it but you also can't kind of sit on it forever hoping that it's going to give you some different results than the ones you are currently invested in (sighs) so yeah that bewildered answer is how i'm doing I've recently started going back into some shops and just drawing and doing stuff like that. Just letting it all go. I've given up on my moratorium on wearing headphones in public. I told myself last year that I was like, you know what, I'm going to not wear headphones. I'm just going to listen to the world and I'm going to take it all in and be part of everything. And then I realized I really hate doing that. And there's a lot of people who kind of just say shit that's really awful. So, I am tired of that. And I have gone back to wearing headphones again. (laughs) And honestly, I feel a bit happier having my own soundtrack. Again, to listen to Dizzy Gillespie while walking the streets to my next destination just kind of... Just goes really perfectly. Hmm. Side note. Sad note. Uh, I recently heard about the little girl who just passed. She died of dehydration at the border. They grabbed her. Her and her family went to try and go for exile for diplomatic, uh, not diplomatic, Mary, for exile, and the border patrol decided to split them up, and she died of thirst and shock, so the fuck she's seven like who looks at a seven year old and goes I don't want to help that person I just want to leave them in a, in a corner in a room, in an area and then just not check on them and not see how they're doing and then they just, they die there's this weird negligence about just this year 2018's kind of been a little fucking crazy I don't understand a lot of times some of kind of the Deep sided seated darkness of like the way 2018's kinda gone. It's just been nuts. So yeah. That's happening. There's also a fire truck going past right now, as you can hear. Go figure, man. I just want the world to kinda wake up. I want America to wake up. We have to we have to make these these things great. And wonderful for ourselves. No one else is going to make it that way for us. No one elected is going to suddenly make America this utopia of of wonderfulness. And the naivete of saying making America great again is insanely stupid if you know anything about American history. America has never really been great. We've had great moments and we've had great people. But America as a whole has been forced to not be pieces of shit via laws that we've passed honestly, like segregation didn't end because people just felt like it wanted to segregation ended because they passed laws that made them end it so yeah we just gotta be real about it if you wanna show love to people show love to people if you wanna feel loved give that out I love you We're, we're good people we're not good people because we all agree on everything, but we're good people because we show each other respect and we want each other to do well. And if we can, we help each other. I think that's important. Hmm. So, for the most part, I've kind of been working rather steadily at... So I had to stop that painting. I was working on the giant one. I just... I just couldn't anymore. Goose passed, and then I I took a break from it and then I kept coming back to it and I just couldn't feel complete with it. So I put it away. And I may never go back to it. My plan is to go back to it maybe at six months and see if there's anything I want to change or add or do anything of that nature. I appreciate that Lynn thought it was done, so that's nice. That's the Jenna. Um, But I just wasn't sure, so I put it away. But I am working on a new piece, and the new piece is kind of just a dedication piece because it's the one thing that's been really on my mind a lot is Goose and Mar. so I made a painting for them. It's a uh, goose has and this vision that goose dreamed herself up as her with her little body and with long still like legs standing over like a canopy and then mar all the little faces she could have grown up and been so she's kind of standing over mar like a mar like a canopy and it's just coming together. It's beautiful. It has these these heartfelt moments that I'm going to kind of stick in there and go. I don't think I'm ever gonna sell this piece or anything of that nature. I think this is just going to be something I'm going to hang up in my studio and just keep. I think that's gonna be therapeutic. I think a lot of art is therapeutic, honestly. I think artists make a lot of things because we want to make them, and we feel like we need to make them. Like it's a tugging at the soul, a heartstring of some sort, kind of mindling and, and twisting. They found out recently with uh, one of the many tribes. I can't remember if it was Mayan or Incan or the Inca. But they they realized that they had their own written... They didn't have a written language, but they they told stories in knots. They found all this thread, and each thread, a loop was basically a word. So if it had, like, one loop, and then three knots inside of it, it symbolized this. And if it had two knots inside of it, it symbolized this. It was basically, like, a long string. And then these other strings hanging down from it. And it told the story of things. I think that's what I want with my paintings. I want them to not be written down and said into words. I want them to be felt. Like each one has a story that just kind of lives in it and grows and we just keep going from there. That life has this kind of beautiful moment of always ebbing and kind of flowing and moving forward. This timeless, perfect, effervescent temporary time jump many twists and turns in these words (laughs) and just living you know, just living I feel like we we spend so much time kind of planning that we're not really living no more paintings to live I want them to be my little biographies I keep thinking about for my next book what I want to do and also promoting my nail book that I have uh, The Painter Files Art Book and it's just this really like I really love that book it makes me so happy and so proud and I'm so just overjoyed that you guys got them and picked them up and if you haven't picked one up please pick one up and um, it's just it made me feel so good to make it So many years of working towards it. Someone said uh, with music that your freshman year all the songs you always wanted to put out. Your sophomore year is really hard because your sophomore book or album is really difficult. Because now you're having to make something that's completely better than the first thing. And the first thing is literally your life story until that moment. So I'm working on it. (laughs) I'm honestly working on it. I'm also going to start putting my real paintings, uh, instead of just prints on my story sale, story store so that I can sell them. Uh, Lynn said it, my mom said it, Alex said it, I've said it. I just, I have to get better about kind of putting my work out there, making my work, uh, for the people to produce, to, to purchase and put in their homes, Online, I've never been great about that. (laughs) Somehow, as, uh, let me see, I keep quoting Lynn on this. Uh, Lynn said, "Um, I really think, yeah, it's probably going to help your art career if you actually start working on uh, (laughs) trying to promote it and sell it. And it made me laugh because it was just one of those things where it's like, yeah, no, no shit. I really do need to get on that. So thank you for all the support. And the love, guys, like that. This was a hard time, and I just want to say thank you. It's made me so much better of a person and an artist because of these things. So, yeah. So, yeah. That's pretty much what I've been working on. A blathering of blah, blah, blahs. So this painting story is actually going to be about this painting I called uh, Marley's First Wife, Josephine. (laughs) I've always had this this story in my mind about what it would be like if Marley had got to grow up to be a person. Uh, It's dark. (laughs) This is going these stories are it's so funny because you go to like all these art shows and people have these ideas and these questions of to you about like oh what's this painting about it's like I don't think you're really prepared for me to give you the dark answer that actually exists to your question and so I lie typically um but this is the true story so Josephine I imagined that my daughter is going to grow up in this this world where people kind of just did and, and are who they are and nothing nothing about any of it is really determined via how we see things now like the concept of for me the concept of People seeing the future from kind of a future scape of where they are now is oftentimes blinded by what you're kind of willing to accept and know about what is going on now as opposed to what will be important then, maybe something that doesn't exist at all. So in a perfect world for me, for my daughter, she would love whoever she wanted to love and she would marry whoever she wanted to marry and she would just be whoever she wanted to be. She didn't get that opportunity because she passed away. But in my mind, I can just see her growing older and everything going. Lynn once said she thought I, uh, she thought some of the paintings were just kind of me imagining myself as her in her shoes. So each painting is really about me as much as it is about her, Marley which was interesting, it really kind of grabbed me and made me think about that. So the story of this is, this is a portrait that Marley took of Lynn on a winter's day. And she's got my, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know if I've passed or I've at least given her the scarf that my sister-in-law, Justine, gave me For Christmas one year. This giant Doctor Who 11th Doctor scarf. It's my favorite scarf. Goose loved it. Mall still likes to fall asleep on it. And then I have to Febreze it because then it smells like a dog. Um, (laughs) So I give this to Marley as a first year moving, moving out. Starting her life kind of present. Where it's like this kept me warm for all these years and I wanted to keep you warm. And if you, all anything ever forgets and you ever worry about us, smell this and then think of home. So she gave this scarf to her wife. Or her wife uses it, one of the two. <laughs> and she's just got this energy to her. And I feel like it's depicted oftentimes through, like, the emotion. And the emotion is depicted via the paint. So she's got this green pea jacket. Mars made her these these patches and these gold buttons they remind me of uh, back in the day when uh, Zoe Deschanel was cool <laughs> and had all these cool designers making her all her coats and jackets and I was like wow that girl's so weird and quirky and amazing and then we found out it was just that no, she just has great style um <laughs> and yeah it's just I got her freckles and her eye shape, and her just the way her face moves, and her hair, and then the energy of kind of like a crow coming out off the face. So brilliant, and memorable, and clever, and beautiful, and just good, loyal, all the things I'd hope my, my daughter would find in a spouse. Male or female, that matter. But in this case, I picked a female. And that's the story of that painting. <laughs> it's funny because, like, I think about when I go out and people ask me about all these type of kind of weird little paintings I do, and etc. And they wonder, you know, from the big ones and the little ones, like what what these represent, what they are, and who they are. And the truth is, like, some of them come from a deep-sea place of pain, and some of them come from a bit of whimsy that came from that pain, and some are just random. (laughs) But if you run up on me, I will lie to you and tell you this is a painting of, like, someone's kid (laughs) or something. This amazing kind of kismic moment where... The light hit this person the right way, I asked if I could take their picture, and then I, I made it into a painting, but the truth is, no, it's a figment, a, a, a slice of an underdone potato, the remnants of a slice of an underdone potato in my stomach, in the middle of the night, the Scrooge reference, my mother loves the movie Scrooge, she watches it every year, never been into Christmas movies. So I don't know why. I just don't. I just don't care about them. I don't really care about Christmas either. I like giving presents. I don't even mind getting them, but I don't... I'm not hard up for it, if that's a thing. Hmm. I don't know. But yeah, that's uh, the story of Josephine. So yeah, for the most part, I've just kind of, I'm I'm planning the plans for the new things and I'm I'm making and I'm working on these little textures and going and just practicing and becoming more aware of everything with headphones on. (laughs) I don't know, man, I just want to, I want to make and I want to love and I want to, feel, and I want to breathe, and I want to go forth and do great things. That's my big, silly, crazy goal, to just do that. And so far, I mean, I feel like I'm doing it. I feel like I'm honestly grabbing hold of it and just wrapping my brain around all of it. I'm going to thank everyone incredibly and deeply For just being there for me when I needed you, when Goose passed. Like, I was... I'm still sad, but I'm I'm getting through it, and I just want to say thank you. That means so, so much to me. I love you guys. Without you, I wouldn't have this, you know? Your support and your love have really got me through everything. So, thank you. Thank you so much. Now, uh, I have been doing quite a bit of uh, everything. So let me see, we went and saw Aquaman, that was funny, we went and saw Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse, that was Miles Morales Enter the Spider-Verse, that was really, really good, Uh, it's probably one of the better movies I've seen in a couple of years, and I recommend everyone see it, I really loved it, it was just so fucking good, so good, so good, so good, I'm still reading my books, as you know, because it takes me forever to read them. I'm reading a few, and I'm going back to some Baldwin and some Necessin and all these things. And it's just, it's going really well. I'm working on my Portuguese, not as much as I used to, but uh, I'm getting it going again. And it's really just kind of getting better. A tiny bit. Little by little. So, yeah. That's the gist of it. The dog is doing well. I know you guys ask about Mo. She is well. It's a little lonely. Her best friend is gone. All our best friends are gone. But, um, we're making it through. Each day, you know, you feel a little better. Tiny, tiny increments, but a little better. This isn't an insanely long episode of the Painter Files podcast. I apologize for that. I know you guys love long episodes. I love long episodes. But um, I'm sure we'll get back there. This has been episode 53 of the Painter Files podcast. For those who celebrate the holiday, I hope it works out great for you. For those who celebrated a holiday before this, I hope it was amazing. You are the light that shines in the darkness. Or view the darkness that shines in the light. Either one can be positive. It's really up to you. All right, guys. I love you. My name is Joar Blake. And I want you to have a great week and a great holiday. We may have an episode for Christmas week. We may not. I don't know. Depends on how busy I am. Uh, I love you guys. Have a great one. Pan out. Ciao. Bye.